Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dorian Show. It's been a while, guys. I haven't been here. Uh, I skipped a week. It's not because of COVID. I am fully better now. I am. I was just lazy, you know, to be honest. But I'm back now, okay? And I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, dude, he is looking a little thick. And you're right. And let me tell you, most people lose a ton of weight during the Rona. <laughs> but not me. I've been, I feel like I gained like, I lost weight the first time I got the Rona. But when it came back, I gained like 10 pounds, dude. And it might be because I was eating Taco Bell maybe like seven days in a row. Just pounding cheesecake and shit, dude. I was living the life of a king. Anyway, I need to get back to losing weight. I'm weighing like, I think today I weighed like 236, which is fucking huge dude look at me he's just, just and what's embarrassing i was uh I, I went back to i was my first time going back to the gym today maybe in three weeks and dude i, I got bigger but i also got weaker because i haven't been uh lifting weights so that was very embarrassing you know what i mean um and if you don't use your muscles you lose it i guess i was you know, do the bench press, which is uh, the the only important exercise you need to do, actually, if you're a guy, just lay down and be able to push hundreds of pounds, you know, to support the ladies. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got weaker and I need to get stronger, but whatever. I have a show coming up, guys. The next show is coming up September 9th, Friday in San Francisco in Boozland, Emperor Norton's Boozland and the Tenderloin. Uh, parking is free obviously after six uh and show up it might not be like the most savory neighborhood of of in san francisco but like the bar is so fucking cool great drinks great balcony the show's upstairs so it's semi-private you guys should definitely come out we have a new lineup of uh comedians that are really funny uh funnier than me so show up and uh support the show um but yeah i've been uh just not a lot of time thinking and i've been <laughs> I, like i forgot about this news but at first i gotta say i gotta i gotta say sorry i'm still coughing up a lot you know i mean this is some weird side effects of uh of uh the COVID, the covid even after i'm fully better i'm negative now like I'm still coughing. I have a, I have like a scratchy throat. I'm just like pounding these, just pounding these cough drops, dude. Because I don't want people to think I have like uh, Corona, I guess, dude. And I was like, for a while, I was getting all these hives like all over my body. It was insane. I've never got hives before. They're like all over my arm, and a couple of days they were like on my face. I was like, what is this? Is this monkeypox, dude? And I can't get monkey pox, you know, because uh, um, I like girls. <laughs> oh, shit. I hope I don't get canceled for that shit. Uh, but it's also true. And I wasn't going out. Anyway, so I was getting all these hives. And uh, they were disgusting, dude. But, you know, it's starting to settle down now. Um, at first, when I got them, I, th I thought I was getting, like, mosquito bites. But I was like, this is way too... This mosquito's fucking me up. All over my body. So, uh... I figured out it wasn't that. And I looked it up online, as you do when you get, uh, you know, a weird illness. Um, they say <coughs> some people get, uh, get when they get over the Rona, the body is still, like, like amped up and shit. And uh, some people get hives. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm fine with it. It's not 
as long as it's not on my face, I'll still go out. But right now, I'm, I'm free, dude. I have a hive free, HIV free, as they say. Um, so yeah, I was I was reading something, and it re reminded me of me of like how crazy like the homeless problem is in uh, in California, but like especially San Francisco and uh, L.A. And I guess recently, it might have been last year, or it might have been recently, um, the governor Gavin Newsom, Gabby Gavi. He, um, I think he like is gonna spend twelve billion dollars to um, fight the homeless situation here, and I, I wrote this down, but so there's about like, so he's gonna spend twelve billion dollars, and there's about one hundred fifty thousand homeless people in um, in California alone, and I hate to say this because. I think California has like a homeless industrial complex. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of people making money off of the homeless situation and like the situation just doesn't get better. And I hate to say this because I, I actually used to work with the homeless population like over 10 years ago and we did overall, I feel like we did a, like my program did like a lot of good, uh, a lot of good work. Um, we would put people into shelter, family shelters, right? So we make sure kids, uh, families with young children don't stay on the streets. Make sure we get, into, get them to shelters or transitional housing. <clears throat> it's really good work, but like we're only one program out of like all these other programs, even in my own organization. And I was like, dude, some of these are kind of fucking bullshit, dude. Like, I'm not sure what they do or what services they offer. And it's just, this is kind of like the bloat when it comes with like bureaucracy, you know what I mean? Like out of this $12 billion, like how much of this is just going to go to overhead or hiring people, you know, does it actually get homeless people into houses, you know, like does it go into shelters? I think some people like are against shelters. Like they want to get homeless people into permanent housing, which is, it's just not realistic because there's no, there's not even how right enough housing for like people that have jobs, you know what I mean? Like people are living like five to you know, six people in like a, in an apartment. It's, you know what I mean? Like we just don't have the supply and like, I mean, shelter, I don't think, I think shelters are not ideal, but it's better than uh, living on the streets for sure. But anyways, $12 billion for 150,000 uh, homeless people. And I did like a quick math. Let me pop one of these uh, cough drops in here. So, Mmm. Uh, $12 billion for 150,000 homeless people. And I did some like quick math. You know, if we just distributed this money, $12 billion, you could give every homeless person $80,000. I mean, it's only good for a year, but $80,000 for, for them to, uh, you know, that's a lot of money for someone. You could rent like a fucking nice apartment here for a year in San Francisco with and leftovers money for groceries and shit. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of these homeless are probably, some of them are probably going to end up using the $80,000 for drugs. But I'm just saying like, is, is it, it might be better just to give them the money instead of, uh, doing all these like bureaucratic thing. And then like only a small people, small percentage of percentage of the people can help. And I don't know. I just don't know. The solution is just giving more money. But lucky for you guys, I think I think I have the solution 
I think I could solve homelessness. Me, like I'm no, I'm no expert. I did work with homeless population for a year, over ten years ago. But just looking what's available out there, it's I could save so much money for the county. Like I could get every homeless person housed, and we'll still have money left over. Okay. Okay. So like like I said before, if you just distribute the money. So every homeless guy, they'll you could just give them about eighty thousand dollars each, right? And I'm like, dude, that's a lot of money. I and I figured we could just do it. Spoiler: I figured how to solve the homeless problem. <clears throat> the homeless problem by like less than fifty percent of the twelve billion. I could cut that down to six billion, less than six billion. And the solution is just to put the homeless people on a cruise ship. And I'm not just saying, like, just let them live on a cruise ship on a dock. I'm saying, like, we pay for their cruises, dude. You know, I've never been on a cruise before, but I looked I looked at the prices, and it's f- insanely cheap to go on a cruise. You know what I mean? Like, I was looking at, uh, okay, so uh, Carnival Cruise, I guess, is not the nicest one, but pff, I don't know. I've never been, I've never been on a cruise. Um, here. Carnival Cruise on their ship. What's this ship called? The Carnival Panorama. A seven-day trip from Los Angeles to Cabo. It's only $294 for seven days. That amounts equal to like $42 a day. You know, for... uh, For... I did the math on it. This is going to be way cheaper, dude. This is going to be $42 a day. Or $294 a week. Sure, you'll have a roommate, but I mean, no biggie, dude. You get a, you get a toilet, you get a bed, you get blankets, you get a shower. You know what I mean? And then like if you if you extend that out for a whole year, you know how much that costs per person. You guys would be surprised. The total cost would be fifteen thousand dollars and three hundred and thirty fifteen thousand dollars. Dude, I can't speak. $15,330 for one homeless person not to just live on a cruise ship, but to actually go to like Cabo and shit. You know what I mean? And this is like with food included and like fun stuff like the carnival panorama. This is these are the free options on the panorama. Okay, you get to go to Guy's Burger Joint, you know, Guy Fieri, like a legend cooking legend on the cooking channels his burger joints free it comes with this $42 a day you get also get to go get some Mexican food from the blue iguana cantina okay of course there's like uh, more premium stuff that people could go when they uh, could buy when they go on these ships but let's be honest dude we could just put the homeless people and we get rid of those options dude okay you know what I mean and they we think it go to Cabo they could like Go stretch their legs out and go hang out in Mexico. And then we could even, maybe we could do like one of those like exchange programs, you know. <laughs> We'd be like, you could have some of our peeps and we could get some of yours and, you know, we'll trade like a like a foreign exchange student. And I'm just, look, the entertainment's great. There's water slides on the ships. There's comedy here. It says here they have stand-up comedy on those boats. And let me tell you, I will be, I will be honored. I would be honored to be able to perform comedy at one of these shows. 
You know what I mean? It's not that I'm not above it. I'm not above, you know, doing comedy for homeless people that are unhoused people now that are living on on a boat on vacation. Like I'm I'm with it, dude. I support I support homeless people. Um hold on one second. I need a I think my dad's yelling, dude. Boy. Dude, your boy is back. I'm visiting my family right now and my old my dad was just screaming upstairs. I thought he was dying, dude. And he's old. He's an old man, so I had to stop, uh, you know, doing my job here, which is uh, shooting a podcast for no money. Go see what, see what's up. But it turns out he uh, just couldn't open a door. So that's what happens when you become old. Anyway, uh, what I was talking about? Oh, the homeless situation and how it would be great to put them on a vacation on a cruise. To just think of all the possibilities. It's only going to cost fifteen thousand dollars let's just say per homeless person to go on a on a cruise vacation for a year that is and they budgeted eighty thousand dollars for them per year dude that's that's a couple of years at least right that's like four or five years almost four and a half years that we could just put the homeless people on the cruise and sure we could like you know i mean there'll be water slides like i said comedian comedy shows maybe some like musical acts maybe kid rock could go and like perform music and like old acts that no one listens to anymore you know like um i don't know i'm pretty ignorant about music and stuff so i don't know which ones are good who are the artists are good um and think just think about it like we could just instead you know what i've always hated even when i was doing the home stuff like there's a lot of job training for bullshit jobs you know like they they do a lot of like uh, yeah uh, we're gonna give you some help but you need to go do uh, work job training which is fine which is reasonable but you know what they do for job training they're like yeah you're gonna learn how to be a seamstress you'll learn how to be a seamstress in 2022 in California and hope to make a living off of that when they're doing that in China for like five cents dude these are. So people are just getting paid to do like bullshit things for the homeless people, which is worse. But just think about it. We could have them on a boat. They're on vacation. They got great burgers served to them by Guy Fieri. Unlimited food. You know what I mean? You could give services for them in a ship. A ship is huge. You know what I mean? You could take out, maybe take out the clubs and the casino, you know, because it's probably not good for uh for the unhoused. And you could just fill them up with like a gym, dude. You know what I mean? You know, maybe we could get UFC to sponsor it. And we could like teach some of these like guys to like to get jacked and learn how to fight. And maybe they could win, they could win a contract to fight in the UFC, like Kimball Slice. Dude, what what better way to be like from the streets? You know, you learn how to fight and be in the cage, fighting for your life. You know, or they could just learn, learn. Maybe they could learn how to be comedians too, because that's because that's such a great job here. You know what I mean? Like I'm just bumming around doing comedy for no money and i think more people should do it i think more i think every homeless person should you know first sober up you know go on a cruise for the next couple years you know that uh, gavi will pay for and then take comedy classes and like mma classes just to uh and then when they're done they when they graduate they'll they could basically do anything you know what i mean i mean sure we could also teach them coding but uh that shit's boring, right? We don't like techies here in California anyways. 
We don't like people making money. We don't like people paying taxes, even though we just say, oh, we should raise their people's taxes, but we don't like techies. It's a weird situation we are in. But yeah, that's it. That's it. I solved homelessness. Just put every single homeless person onto a carnival cruise for a year. Take them around the world. Feed them Mexican and burger, Mexican food and burgers, and uh, let them learn comedy and uh, learn MMA. And <coughs> and afterwards, they'll be millionaires. Because that's what you know. What we could just give them all an iPhone also, and just have them do TikToks. Every day, the homeless people just do TikToks on on the Carnival Cruise about learning comedy and uh, giving financial advice, and they would be uh, they would be great. They will be great. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, I just uh, a lot of uh, some of my young young nephews out here are starting to apply for colleges, and I and. If if you're if you're still wanting to go to college and you haven't realized that it's a total scam yet, then then sure I'll help you get in, okay? Because college, college, the best way to get into college is basically uh, lie. You know, there's a lot of things you can't lie on your application. You can't lie about um, your grades, of course, because your your teachers uh, turn that in. You can't lie about your SATs. I don't even know if schools in California are doing uh, SATs anymore because they're because uh, they SATs are racist, I guess. If you can't do math or no words, that's racist. I don't know. Anyway, so before going, like college is a total scam, dude. Okay, you know what they tell you? They're like, hey, you get it. You go to college, you put, you get into like. Tens of thousand dollars, maybe hundreds of thousand dollars in debt, and uh, you will come out and you'll find a good job. Well, the first part is true. Like you'll get into debt, or you waste all your parents' money. That's that's how much my parents spent for me uh, ten years ago, putting me in college. They paid for it, dude. My parents paid for college, and once I got into college, my dad immediately lost his job, and he's never worked since. But he saved because he saved. He I couldn't get financial aid, and my my dad literally tells me this. He's like every single year, because he wanted me to get a good education. You know, he put me in school. He let me live in dorms for four years. Dorms were expensive, you know, more way more expensive than going on a cruise. By the way, they should just have colleges on a cruise. Anyway, my parents literally tell me like every year we basically burn a Mercedes so you can go to you can go to college. And you know what I, I had. I had to show for that uh, a low-paying job, and then I went to college, and I got two more degrees, and it, it absolutely did not help me at all. Okay, so I probably spent over with the time I could probably be working. I probably spent it probably cost me like a quarter, a quarter million dollars to get all these educational shit, and I'm not I'm not making a quarter million dollars right now, not even close. You know, but anyway, so this is how you get to college for everybody listening right now. You, you should basically just lie. You should just lie on your application. <laughs> and I'm talking about specifically like the, uh, what do you get? The, the personal statement part of it. You know what I mean? Cause no one's going to ever check this. Okay. And people have done this for years. I, I wasn't smart enough to do it when I was applying to college cause I, I was retarded. But uh, many people has have lied and gone into good colleges and have great careers. You know, what I mean, like uh, 
like Elizabeth Warren, you know, I mean, she got into one of the best law schools. She said, she says she was Native American and clearly that wasn't true. That wasn't true at all. But anyway, this is what you write. This is what you write on your personal statement. Okay, everyone, you, everybody likes, everybody likes a, a underdog story. Okay. People don't like victims. So don't, so don't write. Don't write a personal statement saying the world's against you, uh, the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. And you've just been getting destroyed and you're like, oh, please, please let me get into this college. No, that is that is the perfect way of not getting into college. What people like to see is a comeback story of how you overcame that shit, okay? Like how, how you as like a young, like a young Latino, black, Cambodian you know, fought against white supremacy and the patriarchy and how you had to like work five jobs so to so you so that your parents wouldn't lose a one bedroom apartment so you could feed all five five uh five siblings you have. You know what I mean? So you could uh, afford to have them go to tutoring and learn English and to keep them off the streets. Of course this shit could all be lie, you know what I mean? Like you could probably just like an okay student living in a middle class family, but they don't, they don't know that. Okay, tell a good story. Okay, think think about writing like the next. This is gonna be like your your. It, this could be a launching pad for a a writing career. You know, if you could, if you could write a great personal statement that's basically fiction. Like maybe one day you'll become Stephen King. Who knows. Who knows, who knows, who knows? Anyway, uh, you listen to Uncle Dorian. Just uh, lie on your uh, personal statement. And and then enjoy your Harvard uh, Harvard education, okay? What else do we got here? Oh. Speaking of which, uh, the rest of the world's gone crazy. Um, first, we had... First, we had a uh, Sri Lanka like making the people use a uh, organic fertilizer, which just basically drove up the price of grain because people can't grow grain anymore. And the Sri Lankan like countries in turmoil; people can't eat. They gotta import food in, all because of some dumb government. And then Canada very soon like follows suit. Uh, True Justin Trudeau is like, oh yeah, 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 no more using nitrogen. In uh, in your uh, in your soil, and I'm like, dude, the introduction of nitrogen into the soil is the reason why we're able to feed the whole world. Okay, it's fucking magic. You take air, you take air, and you just shoot it into the ground, and then you have an abundance of crops. Okay, and now you're like, yeah, you can't do that. Like, why, dude? This is not a fucking competition. You know what I mean? Like, we need to feed people at a reasonable price. <laughs> there are people starving in the third world countries. If anything, we should be making food cheaper, not more expensive. And you would think a lot of like a lot of governments were like, "Yo, this is dumb." Like Canada, Sri Lanka, uh, these dummies don't know what they're doing. Okay, and apparently that's not true because the Netherlands, who have the most giant motherfuckers in the world, is just let me pop another one of this. Dude, this rant is pretty good, huh? I don't know what's going on. 
<coughs> the Netherlands, which is the land of the giants, they're like, yeah, our guys are just uh, our 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 guys here are just too uh, big and strong and too good looking and uh, getting all the ladies. So we're gonna decide we're gonna fight global warming by shutting down eleven thousand farms. Like farms with the uh, livestock, like we're gonna eliminate uh, eleven thousand farms, uh, so there won't be as much livestock, so we won't have as man- much protein animals for people to eat. Okay, like, and then we're just gonna shut down like people's livelihoods. Like, you're, yeah, we're gonna for- imagine like you have a farm and you own like cows and sheep and stuff, and. For generations and all of a sudden the government say, yeah, because of uh, greenhouse gases, like we can't, you can't, you can't own cows anymore. Okay. And of course, sure, the government's going to buy your land from you. But that's just, that's just, it's not even a choice. That's more like forced, forced selling, right? You know, they're like, yeah, we're going to shut down your livelihood and your only option to make some money is we uh, buy this land from you, uh, from the government. There might as well just just seize it from you, you know? And I think that's so dumb. Like, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. The last couple of years, I feel like, obviously, I think, you know, the environment is important. We should, like, cut back on greenhouse gases and stuff. But things are going too far when you're telling people they can't, they can only use, you know, like, organic soil or organic fertilizer and you can't. You can't inject nitrogen into the soil to make food for people. Like that's going a little bit too far, right? Telling people they can't eat meat, haven't uh, have as much meat anymore, so that uh, we could save greenhouse gases. I'm like, yo, dude. I'm team people, okay, and uh, I love eating meat, and I'm, I feel like the, the world is like kind of slowly pushing people into like a vegan society. Which is, I mean, to be honest with you, is uh, straight up trash, dude. Okay. Anyway, how long is my podcast going for right now? It's about 25 minutes. Dude, this is... I thought I would be able to do like 45 minutes, honestly, but I I can't, dude. I think my dad screaming his head off really threw me off. So I'm going to end it here. Come to my show, please, guys. Please. The show is free. It's a free comedy show. It's only about an hour, hour 15 minutes. We have lots of fun. You know, it starts at 7 o'clock in San Francisco. We're done by like 8.15-ish, latest 8.30. Because we are, we respect your time, okay? We respect your time, and we want you to be able to, you know, go out and get drunk afterwards or do whatever you do on a Friday night. I don't know, because I just stay in my room and I record videos and I write jokes. That's That's really all I ever do. So come see the show, September 9th, Friday, 7 o'clock in San Francisco, Emperor Norton Boozland. Get tickets, RSVP below, you know, bring your friends, have a drink. It's going to be a fun time. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching. I love you guys. I'll catch you guys next week. I'm guessing I probably need to start interviewing people so these could be a little longer. Um, Thank you to the 20 people who watch every week. I love you. Peace.